You can support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. My name is Oswald Gardner. No, let me see. I'm so nervous because I'm... Cause because of Link's face, basically. <clears throat> Let me try that again. <laughs> Cover up Link's face with a sticky. I'm going to have to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Osa Cardona, and I'm joined by Link Keller. Hello. And Laura Taylor. Hey. Hey. Okay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> it's your turn, Lara. It's my so, turn, and yep. you pick this week to be able to actually stream, and my hair day is not as good as it was last week. But uh, I love, let's keep making references to the video so that people who people listen to actually the podcast watch it. will want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So my Loopers week, my topic, right? Yep. Yep. All right. Um. So this idea I was toying around with, I think the last time that it was going to be my turn to pick, uh, but I picked fitness that time. And this time I want to talk about um, revisiting old media with new eyes. Um, mm. This was inspired by my friends and I and Nina were watching um, Mask of Zorro together on Netflix party. And that movie was from what, like 98, something like that. Oh, we looked it up the other day, right? It was like 90. 96, it was, 98, something. I yeah. think it was 98. Uh, and so obviously has nothing to do with what is going on in the world today. It's a period piece. It's Zorro. It's like the, when, I don't know, California became part of Mexico. And uh, it's a really silly, awesome action movie. Some pieces are still dated, but I feel like it holds up. Um, and... I don't know. There were some things in it that we were watching and just it helped us process some stuff that was going that's going on right now. Um, there was a line. Uh, the villain in the movie says something about cause Zorro's signature is that he wears a mask. And so uh, with a lot of contention in California right now about wearing masks, uh, the villain says something about... Um, I don't hide behind a mask. And my friend yells out, for the love of California, wear a damn mask. <laughs> um, and it was just, it had nothing to do with the masks, the medical masks that we're using of fake face coverings to protect our faces. But it was just, I mean, it's like when people say Batman wears a mask, you should wear a mask kind of thing. Um, there were some other things in the movie, like part of the movie talks about the bad guys are trying to create the independent Republic of California for their own gain. Uh, mm -hmm. And there's been jokes and, and not jokes also, because it was on the ballot, but like California seceding from the union and becoming its own country. And sometimes it feels like we are that even though we're not. So that was something that came up in our conversation. Um, I don't know, just seeing things that, have a whole new light when we're uh, when we're watching them again. Even it can be five years from the past, a year from the past. Um, I saw a meme about someone who tweeted in 2016 about what was it like? I'm from 
I'm from the future from 2020. And let me tell you that 2016, you better appreciate it because it's only going downhill from here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's bad. <laughs> so it's just these these things that help me laugh, help me process things in a different way. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about things that we've watched that hit differently or hit harder now. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. What have you guys been watching that's hit differently or harder? <laughs> relevant now that may not have been relevant in the past. Yeah. There's like there's like two parts to it. One is how everything right now is so different from what it was six months ago. So even yes. seeing certain things, like just seeing people interact, like shake hands on TV. I'm like, what? <laughs> Haven't done that in a long time. Um, I told you about the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend episode I watched where the kid comes running out from quarantine in the hospital and the guy comes out behind him with a face shield and he's coughing on everybody, this kid, and he's like, squirrel boy, squirrel boy, and they say he has the squirrel flu and they have to be quarantined. And I was just like horrified uh, watching that. That was like, I think, two or three months ago that I watched that. So like fairly fresh into this quarantine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like quarantine content or health content. I mean, I'll split that one into two also, which is, oh, yeah, yeah we know exactly what to do because we've seen in movies and TV exactly what happens when there's a, a pandemic or an epidemic. The face shields, the mask coverings, like that's not something that's it's new to us in our day in our daily lives. But that's like that's just what you do. Right. Like we've always known that that's the, or, or like the people that knew always knew that that's what you had to do. That's like break glass in case of emergency it was like oh no like everybody wear a mask that's how you control things and and seeing that before now is weird it's like oh what why why aren't we doing it now why isn't everybody doing it now like we knew that that's what it was or like how did i know how did i know that that's that's what it was that's a part of it the health stuff but just going back and watching so many things that like we grew up watching you watch them now you're like oh that was super racist oh that was really homophobic <laughs> it's like oh wow that is that is terrible mm-hmm. i've talked to a lot of people who have kids who like revisit things that they used to like when they were kids watch it with their kids and they're like nope gotta stop that uh-uh nope, no 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 that, that doesn't fly <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so there's a lot of that, that that i've been thinking about lately yeah 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 but you link Mm. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this topic and I was trying to sort of figure out if there was something that really fit for me. And I I guess my go-to example would be like just in this past week I picked up The Sims 4 again and I've just been like real life? No. Sims life. Yes. And um not that that behavior is necessarily different than like six months ago when I was got into Sims for a couple of weeks. It, it it just feels very different. I'm very much aware that I am using it as escapism hmm. as opposed to just sort of like, oops, where's the time gone? I'm like, no, no, no. I am actively choosing to lose three hours of my life right now. Like, <laughs> farewell. G- good luck to you on your travels. I'm going to be here looking at my silly character go to like acting gigs because that's way chiller than real life. 
Uh, but yeah, so, I definitely. So, oh, are you are you saying it in the in the sense that like you remember playing Sims Four before and and it's different when you play it now because it's, of the yeah, reasons? It, it feels different now because I'm I am much more aware of like I think maybe that that's what I'm saying is I'm just I'm more aware of like the media choices I'm making right now because it feels very intentional to be a like I I need this stuff to help get me out of my own head. <laughs> And help, like, give a little bit of breathing room from the rest of the world once in a while. And it's just like, whew. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, this is, this this fits. Um, This is sort of what you were talking about um, of, of, like, we've, you know, we've seen, like, quarantine and pandemic and plague movies before. And so we have, like, at least a reference point, whether or not it's realistic or not. There's something we're referencing there. And one of the things I've really responded to in the past few months is seeing or um, thinking about older zombie stuff, The Walking Dead, um, yeah. other things, other Left, Left for Dead, other other old zombie video things. games, shows. Um, Not your newfangled Left 4 Dead 2 or or Last of Us 2. Sorry. Well, actually, I think think that is included, actually, the the Last of Us 2. Because I watched watched Jessica, um, part of the Geek Therapy Network, watched Jessica play that, um, parts of it at least. But it's something very much about like a through line of all of these zombie movies and plague movies is like this idea of like people really turn against each other and everybody goes hardcore survivalist and like my experience and actually watching you know my community and the the communities i have access to through the internet um seeing how people actually respond to real life plague situations are actually like really nice and like want to help each other and are community focused and it's not like everybody's like the second they get an opportunity they are pulling out that samurai sword to slice someone in half it's like that it it sort of feels good but then in another way it sort of feels bad because i'm like we have all of this media that is telling us that the norm is is like mean and and violence and really insular and self-protective and afraid of outside forces and all of this stuff and it's like when you when you actually see it now it's like it's not i mean obviously there is some of that i'm not saying like oh look at the golden covid area i'm i'm just saying like hmm. obviously there there are lots of examples of communities completely coming together to help each other to pr- provide what they need for each other and it, we're not seeing the you know uh, oh yeah, the the town set up like a little hospice center for COVID testing, and um, if you want to get in, you have to bring uh, you know like a, a a bag of rice or you know <laughs> donate one of your children to be sold to the the secret cabal that's running the the zombie town or whatever. It's I, I don't know. It's something I've been thinking about. Where it's like on one hand, I'm I'm glad that people are in most cases exceeding my expectations. But then, on the other hand, it's also like, wow, we have so much media that tells us, like, it's normal to be an asshole, and it's normal to do shitty stuff if you feel like, I have to protect myself, so it's fine. It's like, hmm, maybe we should all talk about that, perhaps. Like, why is why is that thread so prominent in our media when it doesn't end up showing up as prominently in our real lives? 
it's funny because the walking dead, the way I've been thinking about it now. And I, I think I've, I really like the walking dead for, in particular is the one that I've been thinking about a lot. And like the story of Rick and like the group is a, a an idea of community and helping each other out and trying to survive and, and getting through it. And the, the real enemy is always the other people, right? It's not mm-hmm. the actual, it's not really the, the zombies are the inconvenience <laughs> are kind of the cause of a lot of things. But the, the antagonist in the show is the selfish people, the people who are, who are, who are not willing to unite and, and, or like be a community. Mm-hmm. And so I've been thinking about it in the sense that, I expect people to be <laughs> better than they're being now. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel, I feel like when I see people who don't want to wear masks or people who are like licking things and <laughs> like spitting on people <laughs> or trying to rip people, other people's masks. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, those are, they're just like the bad guys on, on walking dead. And I didn't expect, I always saw the walking dead as like that, those other people, like, I don't think that would be, that would really happen. And this you is just think my, it's my... a glorified, like, uh, exaggerated media portrayal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. like, oh yeah, like, people would be horrible. Right. Like if we had to, if, if it came down to surviving during a zombie apocalypse, the people w- is who you'd have to be afraid of. And mm-hmm. I've always, it was, it was, it, it always seems like such a fantasy to me. That's just, this is just my, my, my perspective. Uh, but real life has proven, <laughs> uh, just shown me that i'm like oh wait a minute no like those those yeah those people are real like we're seeing them they're seeing them now and at the at at its core it's a matter even on the show right it's a matter of like if we all work together we probably more be more likely to survive and now it's the same thing it's like if we all just work together we could survive (laughs) but Mm -hmm. some people don't want to work together and and so yeah so something like walking dead feels feels very very different to me um mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think the something that is more close to reality are all those episodes of the medical procedurals that i watched that where people there's a breakout have to be quarantined because there's yeah. a breakout in the hospital and everybody's like let me out and like banging on doors and yelling and fighting and i'm like yeah i can see that happening because we're seeing some of that kind of thing happening now with people like protesting because they want to go to the movies and get their nails done and get haircuts and all of that so yeah yeah yeah. your hair looks good by the way thank you thank you did you you get a cut recently yes i did (laughs) (laughs) i have a friend who just got a haircut like yesterday because the barbershop was open one day and they're probably closing down tomorrow so (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. You know, I've, I've been, when you brought up this topic, I'm, I'm curious what made you think about this other than like, if there was something more than just the, the Zorro movie, because there were so many times with clients, I would bring something up, right? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. they would mention something and I always go to media, for example, since I try to process something, and they would yeah. say something, and I'd be like, oh, is it like this movie? Or like this thing that, and maybe I know, like I kind of have an idea of what you like, right? It's like if I know you like superhero stuff, I'm like, oh, is that kind of like this Spider-Man story or like this movie, like this Marvel movie? And many times they'd be like, no, like, like no, no, 
many times I'm pretty good at that. So most of many times they'd be like, yeah, no, no, that's exactly what it was. But sometimes it's like, no, not really, not really. Or, or I've never, no, like, I don't think so. I've watched it, but I don't really think so. And then the, in the next week they would come back and say like, you mentioned this movie. So I rewatched it cause I was thinking about it. And then they, you start having the conversation where it's like, I see it completely different because when I saw the movie last time, my life was like this or my situation was like mm-hmm. this or I was feeling like this. And now I watched it and it was very different. I saw it this way or I saw it that way. And it really helped me think about this or that. I think that's something that happens so often. And I love, I think we, we actually talk about this all the time where we think about right. media, like our favorite media. And we look at it again and we'll watch an episode or a movie and it's like, I didn't even think about it this way. I didn't see it that way with music, especially it's like, Oh yeah, my favorite album. And then suddenly it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, no, (laughs) it's like, like, Oh yeah, no, I've been singing that song for 10 years, but that's a breakup song. And now I feel it. It's like, Oh yeah, no, I, now I understand the lyrics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It didn't make sense before. (laughs) That's kind of, that's kind of the thing I was thinking about. And a lot of people, like I lost my mom when I was young, but people who, I don't know, watch Lion King and they're sad. And then, Later, they lose somebody close to them. They're like, whoa, that hits so differently right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I never saw it that way. Or now I know why it bothered you so much when you were watching it. Or um, I don't know. There's, um, I guess, even something like, say, Hamilton just came out on uh, Disney Plus. And that uh, Nina and I have decided that's our new Fourth of July tradition is put out milk and cookies for Captain America and and hope that he that and we're going to teach our kids to do that like forget Santa we're going to have milk Captain America cookies um and then we left um, out cookies for Captain America so he'll defeat the fascists this year ex- exactly exactly like the whole thing is like so he'll protect our freedom or whatever but like yeah he'll defeat he'll punch some Nazis for us right um, so we want to leave out cookies for Captain America and watch Hamilton before we do whatever barbecue or fireworks or whatever in the future when we can do those things again. Um, I think I've had a lot of clients talk to me about Hamilton and how much it's meant to them watching it because they weren't able to afford going to see it in the theater. And I didn't even realize it's been five years that this has been out. Five years. And five years is a long time. Yeah, we're still dealing with a lot of the same things that we were dealing with five years. Hell, we're still dealing with things we've been dealing for 200 years. But um, it was interesting watching it. I had seen, I had listened to the soundtrack. I saw it back in August in person. And then watching it after the George Floyd um, protests and riots... I I had a different, like, feeling when hearing the song and them singing about rising up and fighting for what they believe in and trying to make some change. And yeah, maybe the, the show is about the founding of our country, which has its own problematic history, but the whole point is it's trying to shift it and make it something different and something better. Um, and so that was, like... I was crying all through watching this <laughs> this musical on the 4th of July. Um, and it, it just gave me goosebumps in a way that I had some before, but now it was like, it was just more intense. So seeing those things differently, um, Nina and I have been watching Orange is the New Black 
because uh, we never finished it. And we're about to end the second to last season. Um, and there's a lot of things, once again, we've been dealing with this for so long, all these issues of racial injustice and, and, but it's, it just hits differently after having repeated events of the same kind of thing going on. And now I'm watching it with new eyes, having heard news today, San, I don't live very far from San Quentin, uh, prison, which is, um, in the Bay area and, there's an outbreak and over half of the population has coronavirus right now. And I've been watching this show thinking like if one person got sick, like just how, and it's just, it breaks my heart because these are people like they're not just a number or a jumpsuit, like they're people. So these are things that have been both in a funny way, like with the mask of Zorro and in a real emotional way, trying to, deal dealing with these things watching all the media um i haven't been watching a lot of stuff from when i was really young lately but i want to like i want to like i don't know you won't want to taint the things (laughs) well i mean okay disney movies i can watch i all day every day i could do that but other things i worry about is it gonna ruin my memory of this thing that i really loved uh but I don't know. Sometimes it's interesting watching it with hindsight and um yeah. Yeah, we, we have one podcast on the network. We have one podcast on the network that is um Woody Harris hosts it and I join him for every episode and we're going through his favorite TV show which is Babylon 5. 25-year-old mm-hmm. sci-fi show. Um there is there is some stuff uh, that is just of of the times, right? It's like you, it's incredible. It's I mean, some things are are very obvious, like the way a man talks to a woman in that show. It's like wow, like that was that was presented as a joke, and now it like you would never you would never see that on TV, mm-hmm. um, or she would she would just like kick his ass you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be uh uh, it would you wouldn't write it that way today but other things like the cops on the station just killing somebody and then it's just like oh yeah like nothing happened it's like oh yeah no we talked about that in the cops uh episode a few weeks ago and it's it's just it's it was happening everywhere you know like you see it again and i didn't used to think about that when it happened and now now i can't see it without being like what like how my whole life i've been seeing this on tv <laughs> mm-hmm. right and i never thought twice about it and now and now it seems so obvious and so blatant now with your geek therapy eyes like you're seeing well, it's, all these it's things. not even the geek therapy eyes right it's the it's the it's the uprising eyes, eyes right it's the, the policing uniform <laughs> eyes it's like you're looking at it now and you're like oh wait a minute you know like my 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 day job has to do with addressing diversity and inclusion and equity and so I'm having conversations about this every day. And still there are moments <laughs> where things happen that it's still surprising. And then, and I don't think there's ever a moment where it surprises me that I don't feel like an idiot, right? It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And like, the more I understand, it's like, no, 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 this is, it's by design, right? Like you weren't supposed to see it. Like it, were, it was normalized for you. You weren't supposed to see it that way. And like the, the, the filter has been turned off. Right. And now it's like, you see things way more clearly. And, and again, like, 
the clearest records of of, of human behavior that we have, or, or and and the way we think, come from from this stuff that we that just all all this all, all these movies and TV and mm-hmm. yeah, it is it is just strange to watch anything from from before like three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am talking about something from. I don't even want to know how 22 years ago. Yeah. 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 I'll add, I'll add another layer to this, um, which is, d- did either of you watch Glee or like Glee yes. at all? Mm-hmm. So I, I love Glee. I'm a Glee. Some of it, yeah. Yeah. And so like the actress that played Santana, Naya Rivera, Rivera, she just died. And I was like, I love that show so much. And I, I think we've talked about it in the past a lot on the show because um, earlier on, like the show's been off the air for a while, but it was, it was really, it was pretty important. Um, I think. And even, it even did this thing where like in the last season, like it recognized the, like the strides that, that, the uh, that like had happened in the world. And like, even in the show itself where it's like, like the the athletes that were gay and were and were out and were like oh yeah I don't know it's because like the previous students were like able to like join the glee club and be out and open you know openly gay and it was mm-hmm. it was like it made it easier for us and like all this stuff anyway I love the show and and it was so sad so like to go back to think of going back to watch the show like one thing is when you watch a movie from fifty years ago and you're like oh like that actor died. Um, but to see something so recent, I don't know. And it's like so. I mean, it happens all the time, right? Now there's two characters from that show, uh, two actors from that show that have died. I've had people talk about the show is like cursed now, and I'm like, mm. I mean, well, they found her body the same day that that um, that Corey Montez, uh died, I think. So oh, that's why people are saying that, that it's cursed. Whoa, that's too big of a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. So, so I get it, but it's. Like and and one one that I think about all the time is Robin Williams. Like I love Robin Williams stuff so much, and every time I see anything with him, like there was there was a day I was on TikTok and someone had a um, I think it was a clip from like Mork and Mindy, and I just started crying. It was like oh man, like young, goofy Robin Williams. You know, it's like you yeah. I mean that's just that's just like a whole other layer, right? But it's like you see something yeah. like that, like. The world is so different now, like <laughs> without without that person and just thinking about it. And then you think about all the context around it, right? Like these are very it's very easy to make the connection where it's like, oh, like Naya Rivera died and it's like it's super tragic the way she died, the, the her son on the boat, that whole thing. Corey Monteth uh killed himself and it's like, oh like how can you not think about that if you if you really aware of it? And the same thing, right? Like Robin Williams died by suicide, and it's like, oh, like this person that brought so much, so much joy to my life. It's so sad um, to think about just, just you know, that he's gone and that he and what he went well, through. Corey so. Monteith, there was the the memorial episode of Glee because he died when he was on the show, and that was yeah, that was something to watch. I don't know if I can watch that episode again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were mourning while they yeah. were watching it. Or yeah. while they were filming it, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think there are that many shows that were like so, they're like so meaningful to me that I can't go back and visit them because of circumstances surrounding them. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know, but that's, I think that's another part of it, right? I mean, that's, it's like a super uh, obvious connection, but other things like just how the world is different. You go back and you're like, Oh, watching things like, I don't know. I mean, the obvious, the, the super obvious example of like going back and looking at something with modern eyes is looking at something like home alone and being like, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> the, they'd you call it on could a cell phone and it and it can't it can't happen i was about to say yeah the cell phone thing is crazy when you go back and watch it and you're like why i can imagine kids being like what's it like why do you need a quarter to make a call on a payphone like what's what's that about <laughs> <laughs> exactly that? or what is a payphone <laughs> yeah yeah i forgot what movie a couple years ago i saw that they were talking about how like they decided to change this like they decided to write it a little bit farther back so that cell phones couldn't exist i think it was a horror movie i forgot which horror movie it was that they were like oh no no we need to move it back a little because if if a cell phone exists in this world there's no horror there's no way that this anybody dies if there's a cell phone a lot of horror where there there explicitly must be a step where there is a scene in which the phone not working is established. Somebody drops <laughs> the, the tower phone in the goes pool. down. <laughs> the tower goes down. They get they get to the oh we're up to the camp spot now and everybody checks their phone. They're like I don't no have service. Signal. Do you have service? <laughs> no. It's like it is it is part of it now. Whereas like if you don't if you don't mention it, everyone is like I don't believe this. I have completely left. Nope. You had you had you had to show somebody be like, "Oops, my phone." Otherwise, <laughs> how could this happen? I don't believe it at all. Yeah, yeah, yep. Old shows. Although there's stuff when you look at like sci-fi and that that kind of stuff usually does hold up some. I mean, Star Trek is still like enough in the future, but we're still we got our iPads, we got our our books all in one little tablet. Well, okay, okay. So so like <laughs> the original series stuff like the Communicator, right? It's like I'm the talking far, about the, the older stuff, yeah. But yeah, yeah. but like the farthest <laughs> the farthest they could think forward was like. Uh, a phone that like was this big and flipped open, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's how yeah, far like, they could think into the future. Like I what just, if there I, was like an earpiece and it was just like unconnected yeah. to anything? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> By next generation, they're just tapping, you know, the the badge. But like, which in the is original. funny because now you can get a Bluetooth one of those that hooks up to your phone and you can tap it and talk. <laughs> and you can call your your Amazon device. You can call yeah. your computer. Sci-fi really misled me as to how much holograms would be featured in the 2020s. <laughs> I just saw There's an episode. There's so many holograms in Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's recent sci-fi, <laughs> which it hits a little close to home when you're another one that hits close to home when you're playing through it right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was post-apocalyptic. Yeah. That one's, that one's been fun. And the AI is like taking over the world and. No, no. I, when I do not welcome our robot overlords. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I just saw an episode of Babylon 5 where they did, the, the whole episode was framed as a news special, but it was very much a news special made in the 90s, but it was supposedly 200 years into the future. And what stood out to me was like, oh, like you couldn't think of another... You couldn't think of a different format for a news special, <laughs> like 200 years mm-hmm. in the future. It's exactly the same. Just a pr- reporter going around and interviewing people and a camera. And yeah, sci-fi is funny about how, how far they can, they can. 
you're still muted on on cast. <laughs> <laughs> I got too excited. I was going really fast. Okay. I I recently watched all the Alien movies, right? Yeah. And it was really exciting because they they are not released in chronological order. So some mm-hmm. of them take place before the original. Uh, and, and then some of them are like way ahead of that. Anyways, it is mwah, chef's kiss. So great to look at how the, the tech has changed. And it's like the tech between like Prometheus and then into the original. And it's like everybody's carrying these huge blocky guns and the, the like the, the alien sensor where it's like it senses movement is like this huge pack that somebody is like they can't hold anything but that. And then it's like, ah, yes. Uh, and then it's, you know, like six years later and everything's like, you know, the more... Um, 90s-esque like white sterile spaceship style and then it's like oh it's 200 years in the future past that and they've gone back to like the big blocky things again (laughs) it's just like "Mm, interesting it's really fun to see how they like try and reference stuff but then recognizes like nobody is going to buy this as like future tech now because we have tech better than that I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is like so, we're already past that. Oops. I think Prometheus has like the 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 black screens with the green letters still, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like no, no, no. Like we need to, we can't, we can't go too far. But Star Trek, the new Star Treks are dealing with that uh, discovery. They did the stupid thing where they're talking about the where they try to implement holograms, mm-hmm. right? And then immediately I'm like, there were no holograms in like the original series or like you didn't have a hologram until Voyager and it's not like for communication and all that stuff. And then finally they, they like retconned it within the same show. They were like, never, oh. we're never using holograms again. <laughs> I remember I remember when I, it's like after, I guess it must have been like right after the first season of Discovery aired and somebody posted um, – it must have been through like Vulture or something, but somebody posted like, let's look at, you know, Star Trek, uh, Enterprise, not Enterprise, the, what, the, the group, the free Federation. 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 Thank you. The Federation, um, you know, like officer uniforms throughout time. And it was just really funny because it's like the original ones. <laughs> you think of like Kirk and his like green polyester getup with the gold lining. And then it's like, oh, here's Discovery, which is supposed to take place before. Before <laughs> that. And everybody is wearing the flyest suits with and all this sneakers. like extra stuff <laughs> like embedded in it and like yeah. paneling and women can wear pants and it's just <laughs> they got more efficient. They got more efficient. <laughs> they got more efficient, okay? I mean, well, I don't know about in space, but I was going to say the skirts do make it easier to go to the bathroom. It's faster. It's true. Well, according to Carrie Fisher... And you can't wear bras in space because that's what she was told. There are no bras in space. She was told by George Lucas. I buy that. I mean, I don't buy anything that George Lucas says, but I wouldn't want to wear a bra in space. (laughs) 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 Like, wait, I get to go to space and you're going to make me like literally take up luggage space with these motherfuckers hell nah don't don't forget that was a long long time ago maybe now in space (laughs) in a galaxy far far away yeah yeah (laughs) oh my gosh (sighs) have there been any examples of things that like 
the the mask of zoro example is is funny like you said right like it's it's fun to like mm-hmm. watch something with people and you're just pointing out all the things and how they're different and the references and all of that but has there ever been something that you revisited that was super meaningful in one way or another um Super meaning. I I could probably name a million Star because Nina's been watching all of Star Trek um, mm. in order. Um, I think there were a few Next Generation episodes. I was like, shit, they really spoke some truth just now, <laughs> and that was like, that was in the eighties. But you think it hits 90s. you different now because of who you are well, and what you've been through. Maybe, yeah. I mean, the, the time, last yeah. time I watched some of those episodes, the last time I watched them, I was like a kid, and some of them I probably watched when I was a teenager. I hadn't watched them probably 10 years, 15 years. Hmm. I know I was a teenager before that, but I'm not going to keep adding years. Um, <laughs> um, I'd say, I don't I uh, Nowadays, I don't watch a whole lot of stuff over and over again. Um, I do some, there are a few things that I will watch again because um, I think they're important and they're my favorites and they're comfort, but I feel like I don't have enough time in the day, the week, the year, whatever. And there's so many things I want to see. So watching Mask of Zorro was like a special like movie night, like hanging out, watch something with friends that there's no pressure for me to actually pay attention um, and I didn't realize I was, there were going to be so many things that I like got out of that. Um, uh, there's, I don't know, I, I'd have to think a little bit more, but, um, I know that there are plenty of old, like bad movies that I've watched with friends, like drinking, like, um, the original Captain America movie from like 92, <laughs> 92? With the motorcycle? Really ba- yeah, and and the Italian Nazis. Hmm, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> they were Nazis, and they're from Italy. Um, it was really weird. It was so bad, but it was so good to make fun of. And having an actual like good Captain America movie to point to and be like, "Who is this? Who is this idiot?" Like, <laughs> um, but that's not really revisiting something. That's just yeah. me seeing something old for the first time. Um, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. Uh, the one, and I think I brought it up before, but there was like, I love Doctor Who. I've seen every episode multiple times. Um, and ex- except the newer stuff, I haven't gone back and revisited the the latest Doctor. But every episode I would I would usually watch more than once and, and I've gone back and I, I, I love that show. Possibly, possibly my favorite show. And there's, there are these episodes at the end of David Tennant's run when he's finishing. He... Like his last three episodes are three movies, basically. And he, like the doctors in Doctor Who, right? Like the idea is that when they change actors, the the character regenerates his body. So usually something happens where the body is so messed up, right? They're about to die. And instead of dying, they're able to go through this process of regeneration, which basically like rewrites their entire genetic code and with that comes like a new brain and new personality even though they're the same person right but that's how they justify the change so when david Tennant was finishing the 10th doctor he goes through this there's this moment where uh, some of the doctors have changed instantaneously they just 
it's like kind of like a blink of an eye. Right. And then, but for him, it was a process that took like two movies basically. And through that, like he, he says like, Oh, it's begun. Like the process has started. And so he starts doing all of these things. Like he starts revisiting old friends and saying goodbye. And he has this really long process where he's able to, to go through. And there was one time when I, my health was really bad and I, I had, I was trying to make a decision or I, I had made a decision. Like I need to make some healthy changes in my life. I need to, to do something. And I watched for some reason it was just like on TV. And I started watching that episode. Um, one of those episodes and where he says that thing where he's like, Oh no, like it's a process now. I'm, it, this is, this is going to, it started and I can't, I can't stop it. And I, I realized like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I want to change myself. I want to change my body. And that's not something that happens instantaneously. It's something that is going to, that takes time. It's a process. It's not something that happens from one moment to the next. And it completely helped me relax this idea that, Oh yeah, like I'm not going to lose 30 pounds in one day. I'm not going to suddenly, you know, feel better or completely change my body in, in, in a week, right? This is something, it's a long, long process. And there was something, I'd seen that episode multiple times, but that particular time, it helped me process those, that, that anxiety and that stress that I was feeling about making a change and, 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 and going through a process. And then it helped me, it helped me a lot. And I, I think about that episode now in that, in that context. And I think about regeneration in that way, but I didn't think about it that way before. No. That's something I was super familiar mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily personally meaningful to me, but playing Final Fantasy VII Remake was something like, it was close enough to the original that I played when I was a kid. I had no idea any of this stuff was going, like, I had no idea how deep the story actually was that I was playing as a kid. I was just like, ooh, glowy orbs and put them in the thing and then I can summon the thing and there's a, there's a monster that's going to beat up things over and over again and it's really cool and cool animation. And I had no idea back then what the meaning behind Avalanche was and... Um, like the life stream the, and saving the life the planet, stream, the torture and, that these people went through and saving them from the people living in different Shinra. levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The impact of an entire level falling down onto the people below and killing thou- tens of thousands of people. Yeah. Um, as a kid, I didn't, I didn't pick up on any of that and playing it now Oh boy, crying all the time while I was watching it. And it was so meaningful. Um, and that's kind of a a thing that hit differently that like, I don't know. There's And there's so many things. Like my biggest thing when I was younger, I think I played that game. I played it on and off and still haven't finished it. Um, hopefully I will when they, the remakes finally finish coming out. Um, I was probably playing it when I was like 13 and on um, and trying to figure out that I was queer at that time. And I didn't ever get why everyone wanted Cloud to be with either Eris or Tifa. And now I'm like, screw that. Tifa and Eris together. That would be amazing. (laughs) Um, 
And I think there was a little bit of that back then, but now I'm very clear on that. And specifically because the way they wrote this game, the remake, it's very different. And you get to see facial expressions instead of just blocks raising their hands and like waving them in the air kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's another one that like, I don't know. Well, I, have, I have a Final Fantasy VII example, which was I was in, I was doing my master's and I didn't, I didn't know what a fugue state was when I was a teenager and I played Final Fantasy VII for the first time. <laughs> but I was taking a class and they were like, oh, you can use a media example to like describe one of these uh, uh, one of these like things from the DSM. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. like This fugue state thing sounds like cloud. Is that right? And then I went back and I revisited the game and I was like, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's what's going mm-hmm. on. It fits the definition. So then I wrote a whole report on that. And, and now because I, I know more about psychology. Like, I mean, that's a whole, I mean, in a broader sense, right? Like we just know more than we did when we were kids, right? It's not just like, oh, I didn't notice that. But it's like, also you can, you just learn more, not just about policing and, and social justice and racial injustice and all these things. There's always also like, oh yeah, like I know more, way more about psychology now. <laughs> there are things that obviously like that's, I don't know if they, they were thinking of exactly that terminology but that's what they presented there and mm-hmm. and i mean it's we've talked about this in the past so like a doctor who watches a procedural is like nope that's wrong that's not true at all <laughs> like once you know better you can't go back you know you go back and you see something's like oh wait a minute that's that's wrong <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's not the way it works yeah yeah i think something that's definitely as we've had this conversation has really um been clarified to me is that like we don't consume media in a vacuum ever. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we we are having conversations around, you know, the first time you consume media as being the baseline and then when you consume it again later. But the context of our lives and what's going on in in, you know, in your community, in your country, in your world all of that stuff, you know, the the education you have access to, the viewpoints you have access to, the things that you see in your life are all shaping the way that you engage with any piece of media. And so just through life experiences, your engagement is going to change over time. And so I think it's it's a really cool way to sort of make clear is like we are never engaging with a piece of media completely in a vacuum. We are always coming from a viewpoint we are always applying certain critical lenses to it that we're we know of, we're familiar with, we like to use. But there will always be more frameworks and more lenses from which to look at it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is really fucking cool. <laughs> it's a similar way in the way we encode memory and emotion and how when someone goes through a traumatic event, when every time you bring up the emotion again or that memory again, the emotion you're feeling at the time gets tied to it. And that's why it's really hard when you are constantly brought up and triggered by the, the trauma response. It, it encodes it even further that you're going to have a trauma response when you're, when you bring up that memory. So like you bring up this memory of this show you watched and you're feeling really chill about it when you're younger. Okay. When you're older, you bring up this movie and maybe it's not okay. Maybe there's some things that don't track as well and might need to be revisited. Um, And you don't feel as great about it. And that's why I don't want to watch things and taint the things from my childhood because I'll have a different emotional connection to it. Um, 
But that's because I can think critically about it now where I couldn't when I was five or six or seven, even 10 or, or 12 or, not, or 13. Not, not that kids aren't critically consuming media. It's just your, it's your a different critical way. framework is going to be very different from a kid's point of view than mm-hmm. from you as a 16-year-old, you as a 26-year-old, you as a 36-year-old, you know? It's like... Obviously, we're all growing and, and gaining more experience points and all that stuff. But it's also Leveling just up. like it's like we're gathering like new new glasses to check out media. And, and sometimes it's like you can just put on those old glasses and just enjoy it. And you don't need to think about it. Hopefully, maybe if you can do that. Good luck. <laughs> uh, or you're like, it's time to try these new glasses on. See what this piece of media looks like now with my new frames. I'm sorry. I really need new glasses. And I'm. I've been thinking about it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it kind of of seems sort of obvious now that you've mentioned that, Lara, that the, like, we do have traumas and we do have past events and and things that we, that we sometimes don't want to revisit or that, like, ideally, right? Like, if we can work, if we can, if we can work through them through therapy, sometimes time building up resilience new events right like you can, you can revisit these old um memories and 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 thoughts and relationships and ideally right we can come back to them and we can handle them better cope mm-hmm. with them more ideally they don't if they if they were negative for us before we can we can at the you know at the very least tolerate them in a way that we so we don't immediately um, shy away from them or or can't even look at them and that's something i think you know there's there's some i think we practice that right <laughs> like everything you said lauren like you're you're everything changes nothing happens in a vacuum everything you know more that the world is different now and that changes your worldview and i think that that's a lot of what what hopefully happens in therapy is that we're we're changing and the context is changing and so those old things that happened we can we can revisit them or or if we have to revisit similar experiences we're more equipped to handle them or see them differently so they don't affect us in the same way mm-hmm. the i'm about to have equipped. to do that with watching something um i hate so when i was younger bambi? i tried watching is this a bambi thing <laughs> no this is not bambi this okay. is not bambi um I, when I was younger, I hated Mel Brooks films. I think I still do. Ooh, I like which ones are all of them? All of them. So, Why? so I I watched ten minutes of Robin Hood Men in Tights, and I was like, I can't watch this. Turn this shit off. Spaceballs. I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit through it. Here, I know, Josue. This is this is a, this is a problem. I want to comment, but especially a problem. This is especially a problem because my wife really loves Mel Brooks movies. Okay. We she tried having me watch Blazing Saddles, and I was like, I can't. I, I sat through on my phone the whole time because I was bored out of my mind. But for her, I'm about to have to watch Spaceballs. <laughs> And I'm hoping that I have a good experience with it because I'm watching it with someone who really loves it. And then maybe it'll open the door to me liking some other Mel Brooks movies. I don't know. It's weird. I have no. I have. I have thoughts. Link, you want? You have any thoughts on this? <laughs> I just want to say that Young Frankenstein is my favorite. But if you can do it with Blazing Saddles, like maybe it's just fine that it's not your thing, and I'll just be sad about it over here. <laughs> so so. 
So <laughs> Men in Tights used to be, I, I don't know how many times I watched that movie. It used to be one of my favorite movies. And I tried to rewatch it a couple of years ago and I couldn't. I could not. I found it. I was like, what? I have so many good memories of this movie. And even the jokes that I remembered, <laughs> the versions in my head were better than the execution <laughs> of, the, of the film. So like I saw them, I was like, what is this movie? It was such a weird experience that I have no interest in, in watching it again. And it, I wish I was more sad about it. It's just like, what, what, what did I like? Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious I, to go back. I think I tried to watch Blazing Saddles and I, I was too bored and I couldn't do it. But Spaceballs, <laughs> I love I love like yeah. I, I think Spaceballs is one of the the weaker titles. I don't think that well, was as good. I don't. I think. I think it's. I think it because it's such like a. It's such a Star Wars deep cut, right? Like I think like mm-hmm. everything is a Star Wars reference. The more you and like Star Wars, that's what Nina think that's thinks I'm gonna love about it. And I'm like, but I didn't like it the last time I tried to watch it, which was probably 15 years ago. Listen, if they when they get to combing the desert, if 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 you're not if you're not laughing at combing the desert, <laughs> just get out. Just just and stop you, it. You say that, but that's one of the best jokes in the whole movie. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's. What- <laughs> That's like what you're saying, like, if, if I don't if like you, it, then if it's... you can get to that point, then it's like, okay, well, now you can also stop because you've passed the best joke. <laughs> you're good. I don't know that it's one of the best jokes in the movie, but it is good. It, it is, is like, so good. That coming mm. in the desert. Yep, yep. I mean, it is so oh. good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I I reference it all the time. Like like when whenever I'm I'm talking about like Geek Therapy the band, Geek Therapy the the T-shirt, and Geek Therapy the like that's a start. That's a Spaceballs <laughs> reference. You'll you'll get it when you get there. Oh, the Schwartz uh, and everything. So it just yeah, came out on that Netflix. I actually just, tried watching, and I just cu- I couldn't. Pizza the Hut. Come on, yeah, that's fine. I couldn't. Just um, but I, but I, I should I should revisit it too. I should probably go back and rewatch it and see. Um, I th- actually I think I watched it like two years ago, but it's on Netflix now. I'm gonna watch it again. Um, you think Link? You think I should give Blazing Saddles a a, a chance? I really like Blazing Saddles. Okay. Uh, Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles are my two favorites, but I I was also, I was just having a conversation um, the other day about this, but I was saying how I think um, comedy is one of the the genres of film and TV. They they don't age well, and it ties back to what I was saying before is because it is so contextual to when it was created and when it was, you know, produced for people to consume it it is very much tied up in that context and the further away you get from that context often the less funny it is sometimes it it's absurd and it goes back around or there's you know of course timeless uh jokes you know like physical comedy is always going to be enjoyable like combing the desert it's just it's like just combing sucks. the desert it's so funny and it's just it's just like like you know, that i didn't stuff get that joke as a kid forever i didn't get that joke as didn't. a kid and then <laughs> No, I mean, that's that. I mean, we could do a whole podcast episode just on like children's media that is laced with adult humor, references, all of that stuff where everything goes over the intended audience's head. But everybody is like in the background as the parents have Uh to have to watch or us looking back like oh shit they put Rocco's about her life on netflix hell yeah i'm gonna watch it it's like oh there were a lot of dirty jokes in here Ooh, <laughs> oh uh but yeah it's, literally I think, I think, work for a sex phone line <laughs> he's got a great voice for it <laughs> uh, yeah i uh i i definitely that's that was that was a uh, an interesting conversation it was just like um it's my 
my housemate's dad, Kurt, was watching um, Flying Circus, Monty Python and the Flying Circus episodes. And he was just chuckling at it. And he's like, I love these old episodes, but they are just completely unaccessible to current (laughs) people. Because it's like they're referencing like uh, a a mayor who made a buffoon of himself in like 1971. And it was like a thing. But it was like, we're like, we don't know any of that stuff. But it's like they made a funny face. So I laughed. (laughs) Holy Grail is timeless. Holy Grail is still very funny. Mm -hmm. I I tried to watch Flying Circus recently and I was like, I don't don't know what's, I I can't. I can't a lot watch of any Monty Python other than Holy Grail. A I lot can't. of it is is completely inaccessible yeah. at this point. I mean, some of it is just it's like problematic, so it's uncomfortable to watch in that way. But some of it is literally yeah. like I just I don't get this joke because you are referencing like a, a jazz musician that I've never heard of or something like that. It's just like I get that I'm supposed to laugh here, but I don't understand the joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, th- this doesn't have to do with time, but it's it's like watching um, a me- media from one country with someone from another country, and like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't understand. Especially like, when there's puns involved. That's the thing, right? All the words. references and puns and everything. Is when just I was watching much. Steven Universe on YouTube for free to sc- yeah. scroll through things and, and catch up to what was on, on TV, I was watching... Don't know what language it was in, but they had to, they had this, it was in English and their subtitles were at the bottom and they had to write what the puns meant on, yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that, I mean, yeah, they don't make sense. Uh, I mean, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking of, it's like the second or third episode of Steven where he gets the cat fingers and he mm-hmm. makes like the whole last like 35 seconds of that episode is him just making cat puns. <laughs> just imagine the whole screen is just covered in like, here's what that cat pun means. Here's what this cat pun means. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's another cat pun. <laughs> I remember hearing a joke about a um, one pun that will work or or like a play on words joke that will work in several languages. Um, where does a cat go when it dies? Purgatory, and then when you go purgatory, <laughs> you got gato. Gato, ah, <laughs> that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I forgot you can see my. There's face, another language. There's another. La- there's another <laughs> language that is in there, and I can't remember which one. But there's another language that is uh, that's in that one. But yeah, got it. Got it. All right. Well, this is this was a this is a good topic. I enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed okay. this one. Okay. I think I think Glad there was a lot of, um, yeah, helpful, useful um, things to think about, and yeah, I mean, it's yeah. This is I've I've read people. I, I don't know. Like uh, you've probably read this too. It's like the current time that we're living in is like. It, it's historic in a sense, right? Where it's like, we're going to talk about like before and after this period, like you do before and after 9-11 or before and after like World War II and things like that. And I don't, I, I think that's very possible. I think it's very possible. And it's already something because of th- this topic, like you You're already kind it. of feeling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, like you're looking back at things and just, you know, I, I mean, we talked about it in, in different ways and we didn't, we could have just talked about it in the, in 
in the context of how the world has changed in the last six months. And here's here's a great example. Mm-hmm. I just remembered. Yeah. R- was watching all of the Purge movies and TV shows recently, like in the past couple of weeks. Those movies, they're fun. I enjoy them. I think they're funny and and I like that. But what I noticed, like one of the the pastiches of the Purge series is that people put on masks to go do Purge. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't buy that anymore. (laughs) Everybody's just going to do what they want. Yeah. When I first watched those shows, I was like, hell yeah, everybody would want to wear masks and they'd be buying up the sickest masks they could. And (laughs) people would be making their own masks and it would be awesome. And now I'm like, no. They'd be like, I rubbed like mud on my face. That's enough cover, right? I'm going to go purge now. (gasps) Or or they just wouldn't care. Yeah, that, and like, look into the camera mm-hmm. directly. Like, yeah, I'm purging. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Or or the, <laughs> or the stuff like uh, all the political dramas that are like, yeah, we can't make up stuff worse than what's happening right now in the White House. So mm-hmm. you can't write. You can't even write a comedy or anything like that. You you just can't do it. You can't compete. You go back and you watch a a White House drama. And it's like that's boring yeah. compared to <laughs> scandal got canceled. Like it got pretty out of control but then it got to the point where like is this what's really happening like is this real so they they ended up i don't think that's why they canceled the show but like which one it ended which one scandal oh scandal scandal yeah 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 Yeah, we need olivia pope that's what we need in our lives she's the main character of the show she fixes everything yeah 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 i mean it is I don't know. The world is different. I don't know. I wish there was a mm-hmm. name for it. We don't have a name for it yet, right? Like I have period? someone that I know that's calling, um, bef- like there's the before times, which is bef- we- BC, before Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now it's AC, after Corona. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that, I, it, that works it, for Animal Crossing too. <laughs> <laughs> for me those are perfect overlap it's, right there it is right there right there yeah 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 don't, don't get know. mark involved because he'll start saying assassin's creed but yep yeah I try something. uh yeah I, I i don't know i think i think it feels bigger than corona right i think there'll be a there'll be there's a whole lot of things going on right now that's just kind of met in this like perfect evil storm <laughs> <laughs> It is, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll revisit this uh, this topic in similar ways multiple times because it's going to keep coming up. I mean, we've been we've been doing it, right? We've been. Mm-hmm. I think that's been the, a theme for the last couple weeks, <clears throat> indirectly. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's it for this episode of GT Radio. For more mm-hmm. GT Radio, for more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.com. Should check out our community spaces, geektherapy.com slash discord. We've got a Facebook group, Geek Therapy Community Group. That's uh, facebook.com slash group slash geektherapy. We've got our forum at forum.geektherapy.com. And yeah, we've got, oh, I'm so excited. We've got a new podcast coming on live soon. Um, hopefully, right? I think. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm very excited about and yeah a few more things 
Ooh, so good. All right, yeah, visit geektherapy.com for more. Thank you for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. Mm, bye. Wear a mask. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.